0: Om Sri Sai Ram. Welcome to question and answer session. Thank you very much for your time. It's very nice of you to have shown interest in these programs. I pray Bhagawan to shower his blessings on you and your families as well. Thank you once again. Well now in this session I have one important question from an overseas devotee. The question goes on like this. We hear very often, open your heart. We hear very often, open your heart. What exactly does that mean? What is the required procedure? How to open the heart so that it includes the whole world. Very good question indeed. Well, let me try to answer to the extent possible. Let me first begin with Swami's oft repeated quotation Pure heart is the temple of God. Pure heart is the temple of God. Bhagavad Gita says, ishvara Hurdeshe Arjuna tishtati Arjuna, look here, God installs himself in the heart of a devotee, in the heart of every being. Hurdeshe, in the heart, in the realms of or in the kingdom of the heart, Tishtati, he is seated over there. That's what Bhagavad Gita says. Therefore, heart is referred in a special way. Let us try to understand in what way heart is special. This uh, That which is special in relation to heart can as well be grasped, can as well be understood by just observing our mind how mind functions in contrast to the functioning of the heart then things would be very clear. Mind represents intelligence while heart stands for intuition. Mind is logical or rational While heart is spiritual, mind is outward, while heart is within, inward. The mind is always for maneuvering, manipulation, rather, though I shouldn't say, I would rather dare say, political, cunning. But the heart is Value based, value centered, value focused. The mind is competitive and comparative, whereas heart is st- heart is the one that stands for equanimity, the peace and love. All inventions, discoveries have come up out of intuitive power, intuitive capacity, and the heart is the center. Mind goes on analyzing things. Heart realizes it. The mind dissects, while the heart unites. Well, the mind is for analysis. Heart is for synthesis. Now you can understand what the heart is in contrast to the mind. Then comes the next part of it. Open your heart. What does it mean? Open your heart does not mean heart surgery anyway. Open heart surgery. That's what we hear nowadays, most unfortunately. Well, I don't mean that. Open your heart meaning just be truthful unto yourself. Be a witness to yourself. Be a, a, not merely a, a participant, but be a witness to a situation. When you are a participa- participant, you are likely to take sides, this side or that side, the mind game. The heart is not like that, it is a witness. It takes a stand. Mind doubts, whereas heart directs. So, heart is directional. Heart is value-based. Now, open your heart, meaning stand for values. Speak out values. Represent values. Lead a valuable life. A life of values. Is really worth living. A life without values is not a life at all. It is with this reason, Bhagwan Sri Sadguru started education in human values. The open your heart. Heart is innocent, while the mind can be intelligent or ignorant. While the heart is innocent. Innocence is divine. Ignorance is to be condemned. Therefore, the innocent heart knows no cunning, no manipulation, no game at all. It is sentimental. As the mind thinks, the heart feels. Open your heart, meaning, yes, show out, express your feelings. Not simply act upon your thought, no, the feeling, your sentiments, your culture, your values. Yes, they all should be reflected in thought, word and deed. When these things are reflected in thought, word and deed, that's what is opening the heart. That's the reason why when we listen to some bhajan, it straight away strikes our heart. When we listen to very good talk, it immediately gets into our heart. It only means it is really the feeling, not merely thinking. Therefore, open your heart, meaning be truthful. Open your heart, meaning be righteous. Open your heart, meaning be peaceful. Open your heart, meaning be blissful. So, peace Bliss, truth, righteousness, compassion, these are all the qualities of the heart. As against the mind, which represents ego, pride, domination, show, publicity, manipulation. Therefore, mind helps to prosper in this world, whereas heart helps us to progress in the spiritual domain. After all, you may be successful to convince people with all your mind gain and gym mix, but the heart will never try to win over anybody because it works on the commonality. It works on uniformity, the values. The values are one and the same anywhere to anybody at any point of time. Therefore, Lord Buddha stands for compassionate heart. The compassionate heart, Jesus Christ, stands for compassionate heart. Baba is kind-hearted. Very, very kind-hearted. He cannot bear anyone shed a tear. Impossible. When we pray to God, what happens? He showers his blessings. But the prayer should come out of our heart. Meaning, it should be truthful. It should not be a bargain. It should not be a commercial agreement. No. I love you, my Lord. I love you. I adore you. I worship you. Unconditionally, that is opening of my heart. On the other hand, O Lord, grant me this desire O Lord, fulfill this desire. These are my wants. See that they are met with. This is all the mind. This is all conditional. While the prayer that comes from the depth of the heart is unconditional, totally spiritual, completely value-based. And therefore, in this question, opening the heart, meaning that which comes out, of the harmony of thought, word and deed. Unity of thought, word and deed. That's what it means. What is the required procedure? The required procedure is simple. When the thought, word and deed are at variance at each other, we will be wicked. Karma nanyat, manasanyat, vachasanyat, the thought, word and deed, they vary. They are divergent, you are wicked. On the other hand, karmanyekam vachisat, manstyekam mahatmanam. The unity of these three is the quality of a noble man. This what meant by opening your heart. Yes. That's why it has been referred quite often. So, how to open the heart so that it includes the whole world? Actually speaking, the heart that is compassionate, that is truthful, is universal. Mind wants to be individual, whereas the heart is universal. This kind of a feeling, lokas Samastas Sukhino Bhavantu, is a prayer that comes out of one's own heart. Therefore, the heart is universal. It is it is either rather say cosmic whereas so it is it is not chaotic but it is cosmic it is cosmos but never chaos let me make it clear the mind may get agitated but the heart never gets agitated for any simple silly reason therefore open up your heart meaning maintain that balance maintain that equanimity That peaceful nature, that blissful quality, that truthful behavior, and the righteous conduct. That's what's meant by open your heart, is not merely the physical heart. Swami said many times, the heart meaning not merely physical heart, it is the spiritual heart. The physical heart is located towards the left side of the human body. But the spiritual heart that responds from any part of your body, that shows vibration all over the body, that has got the effect of radiation all over the body. That is what is meant by open your heart. Hope, I think, I am clear. Well, in this session, I would like to take up another question that what it is. I think uh, it's a genuine question indeed. How to motivate the youth now as senior devotees are, fewer and less available? A very genuine question. The senior devotees are fewer. Yes, because most of them are elderly. Yes, some of them have age-related problems. Some of them might have been blessed with travel to the other planets. But those who are here are very few or even size centers across the globe and they're less available because at this age they may not be fit enough to travel. They may not be fit enough to face all challenges uh, in respect of their health. These two are true. Their number is few and number two they're less available. How to motivate the youth is your question. Let me try to answer to the extent I can because I belong to that group of senior devotees. First, let me appreciate that you find the need to motivate the youth because most of the youth feel that they don't don't need to be motivated. That they think they are motivated enough. That's the reason why in many platforms, in many of the activities we find them directionless. We also find them not familiar with the message behind them. Activities are not meaningful, purposeful and the main concept of realizing divinity within has not been understood, it has not been recognized. Therefore, there is every need to be motivated. I appreciate the question because you have recognized the need to be motivated. And two, I also doubly appreciate you for the simple reason of your your awareness that youth can be motivated by seniors only. And the senior devotees are few now and they are less available. These two points you have realized. I appreciate you very much. And third point is this. My friend, let us know that we have come up to this standard in our lives, individual lives, and also as an institution because of the seniors, grandparents, parents, and you here. You are here as a grown-up man because of their efforts. Their, their tireless efforts. They have struggled for you. How many sacrifices they must have made that made you to come up to this level. Therefore, the seniors, they have got all the experience. Whatever you get from them, that is all drawn from the depth of their experience. Whereas as youngsters, if you are not motivated by seniors, what all that you do, what all you think will be based on your emotion, that's all. So, emotion is not important. But, you should have the proper experience and guidance from senior devotees. So, having known the importance of the devotees, have an estimate of their contribution to the organization, to youth. I don't mean that every senior devotee is capable of motivating everybody. I don't think that all seniors would come forward to motivate youth. I also don't think that youth would go to senior devotees to get motivated. It is true on both sides. But, senior devotees, who have got this firm conviction, a firm faith, that they should motivate youth. A kind of devoted, dedicated commitment to Sai mission, by motivating youth, should be there on the part of Seniors, if a senior feels that he is exhausted, that he is tired, that he has no business to motivate anybody, that he holds no post of office, that he is no more an office bearer, therefore he has got nothing to do with anybody. This is very narrow approach. This is very selfish approach. After all, as a senior, you have seen you have seen enough of positions. You have got all honors. You are held in high esteem, esteem and dignity. You have seen all life, bumps and jumps. So what is that you want at this stage? What you should know is to motivate youth. Just as as seniors in our families, we try to guide our children if they wish to be guided, if they care to come to us which is also becoming less and less these days. So, it is our duty to motivate youth. You have done very well. Now, how about the next generation? Have you, made, have you contributed anything to make the second line of leadership ready? For this, seniors should be ready to quit when youngsters are ready. The youngsters should be ready to take up responsibilities when it is time for seniors to quit the post of office, to make the line clear. Because every young man wants leadership. Every young man has got so many hopes and so many plans in front of him, aspirations. And the modern man, modern youth are technical, computer experts. They've got latest approach. They've got all awareness what is happening all over the world. They are full of bubbling enthusiasm and dynamism. By continuing to hold on to the position till the end of life, you are really blocking the way of youngsters. You are demotivating youngsters. They should wish and pray for you exit some day or other. My friends of my age, I urge, appeal, Rather beg of you to realize that it is the responsibility to develop the second line of leadership by sharing our experiences. All youth may not care to come to us. What do you care? If handful people come to you, it is enough. Five people followed Krishna. They became they became ideals of the entire world, five Pandavas, they are real youth. There are hundred Kauravas, youth, but they never cared for their elders. They never listened to Bhishma. They never listened to Drona, Krupacharya. They neglected elders, even Lord Krishna Himself. That's the reason why the entire clan is put to ruin. They had to face death. So here is the best example of Pandavas and Kauravas. Pandavas followed elders. Whatever Bhishma said, when they were talking to Drona, when they were face to face with Kripacharya, when they were very close to Dhritarashtra himself, they were very highly mannered, highly courteous, totally prayerful, completely respectful towards them. They were ready to sacrifice anything to stand for dharma, the righteousness. Therefore, the youth should follow the elders rather disobey or neglect the wor- word like Kauravas who faced humiliation and total defeat at the end. Take Bhagawan Sri Satsai Baba. He always respected elders. He always treated elders with all the loving care with a special attention. I know Swami helping some elderly people when they were not able to walk. I know Swami feeding some of the very elderly people, helping them to eat. I know Bhagawan lifting His leg to grant them padma Namaskar when they could not bend their body. How compassionate He is! He knows how to respect the elders. I also know when some of the boys were not respectful to the seniors, Swami gave them left and right in front of me. Rather, He said, the teachers and everybody here are responsible for this. They should feel ashamed of producing such students out of the portals of the institution. Therefore, the youth should be respectful. They should be loving. They should be obedient in full awareness that seniors went through all the stages, gained sufficient experience, which will be highly valuable for you, which will be a kind of direction to your activities. That's one thing. And then commitment on the part of the seniors to youth so and motivate them, make the second line of leadership ready. After all, The principles of the organization should always be kept in our mind. The direction given by Swami is always kept in our view, is of prime importance. Therefore, let us see how Swami encouraged youngsters. Let us take Swami as a a senior most manager of this family of our universe. Viswa Kutumbi, the whole universe belongs to him. This is all his family. He is senior most here. What has he done with these people, with the youth? Take him as an example. He finds some singers among young people and he encourages them to sing. He identifies some of the budding speakers. He encourages them to speak so that they become good speakers later time. He makes them in charge of certain activities. They were kept in charge of the maintenance. They were kept in charge of decoration. They were kept in charge of of special arrangements to be made for guests of honor. They were in charge of Srinvasa Bhavan, here the guest house, where Rashtrapati, Pradhan Mantri stay there. They were in charge of Shanti Bhavan, where VIPs stay there. That's how Swami trains youngsters. In fact, there are many elders ready to do. They'll jump at every opportunity. But Swami doesn't do that. He encourages youngsters. He supervises them. He guides them. He encourages them. He rewards them and declares openly what they are in public. They are very grand, they are very brilliant, they are very ideal. They have done best of their ability. That's what he says publicly on a platform. Therefore, we elders should copy Swami's example. We should encourage talented people. We should give them leadership. We should give them enough of chances to blossom like a flower that blossoms in full. Yes, we will help you to blossom. We help you to come up with good ideas, good plan of action. We are here to support you. You lead. Yes, I'm at your back. I'm here to support you. Whatever support you want, whatever kind of help you expect from me, I'm always ready. So it is a matter that uh, lies on both sides. You should be, youth should be prepared to learn to be motivated by seniors and seniors should be committed should be prepared to motivate youth these two are very important for any organization to prosper and progress more so sai mission wherever you find some youngsters we seniors should feel very happy when i when my son comes up in life i am very happy why not in the organization When my son gets a promotion in the office, why not in the organization? Therefore, I should share all your joy, all your thrill and excitement when these youngsters take responsibilities, responsible posts of office and do to the best of their ability. And it is duty of the youngsters to seek the guidance of the elders and seniors from time to time to get motivated. Thank you very much. Sai Ram.